Welcome to Awakening Divine Wildness, hosted by inspirational speaker and best-selling author, Mal Duane. Mal invites you to embrace your divine wildness with powerful conversations with visionary women. Listen in and learn how to move from pain and heartache to forgiveness and freedom so you can live the life you deserve. This week, we have a very divine guest. This lady has a connection to conversations that I've experienced myself personally. So we are on a journey today in this week's show. I am so happy and so honored to introduce to you Noemi Grayson. Noemi is a psychotherapist, a soul healer who channels new perspectives from God on unconditional love, forgiveness, divine grace, and life's purpose. Her new book, a divine, and excuse me, an intimate dialogue with God, the miraculous power of unconditional love, is the first in a series of books that shares her transformational communication with God and her experience as she learns to apply the divine messages in her own life. Her passions include sharing these beautiful, uplifting messages and helping people to heal patterns, wounds, and losses that have been resistant to healing. A unique aspect of her work is that she channels answers to people's burning questions directly from the divine. In her workshops and courses, she helps people discover their unique essence and dissolve their barriers to self-love and acceptance. She brings warmth and humor to her work, and she lives in the Boston area with her husband. Welcome, Noemi. Oh, thank you so much, Mel. It is a pleasure to be here. I'm really looking forward to what unfolds in this conversation as you two have been having divine conversations. Well, I told you as soon as I read your book, I sent you a message. I loved it because I've been there. And reading this was validation of what I experienced. It was very similar to what I went through for a period of time. And I was writing all these beautiful little messages down every day after my meditation. And I have notebooks filled with them. And mm -hmm. I didn't know what to call them. So I call them soul notes. But you know what? It is an <laughs> dialogue with God. Yes, it is. And I am so sorry that I seem to have a tickle in my throat. I'm well, really no surprise. <laughs> Today, what we have going on outside, very warm. So the ragweed is out already, unfortunately. So take a sip of water. We're human beings here having a divine conversation. <laughs> we are having this. Instead of the other way around. My nose is dripping. <laughs> My nose is conversing too. Right. We're having a human reaction. Yes. So it's absolutely fine. I'm going to start the conversation with reading a quote from the book that I okay. just love because I think it's an issue that all women struggle with. So this really just gripped me. Victim awareness runs very deep. Mm -hmm. You have no idea how much you perceive things 
through this mindset and how limited you make yourselves because of this. You think your circumstances and the people in your life are what make you limited. Mm. But you do this to yourself by choosing to be a victim. Victims can never know the truth of who they are. They're blinded by their perception of powerlessness. One of the greatest tragedies of human existence is that you believe you are powerless and when when you are actually very powerful. I love that. Oh my gosh. And there's a million of those in here. It's so wonderful. Oh, thank you. I I love it. I read it. You know, I I tried to write a few books beforehand that never published them. I I could never stand to read them afterwards. So I knew, "Mm, no, that's not the book. But I I read it too, just a quote like that. And it uplifts me. And um, it is so true that we've been programmed into victim consciousness. We've been programmed into powerlessness. We've been socialized and our life experience told us that we're not as powerful as the next person. And um, we may feel not good enough in ourselves. So we're victims of ourselves or we feel victimized by other people. And so whether or not we actually get the experience of something that is victimized, we all feel victimized. And even if someone has abused us, it doesn't serve us, as you write in your beautiful book, Broken Open, you know, it doesn't serve you to stay there in that place of, of having been in some way victimized. And so um, we are so powerful. And yes, we women, if we can get it, if each woman could get it and not do anything else, but just know that, the world would change. I have been saying that for the last seven years since my first book that women are infinitely more powerful than they've ever been taught or they believe. Mm-hmm. And I, it just makes me want to jump up and down to hear you say that too. Yes. It's so true. So let's dial back a bit to how these conversations all started. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the, the starting point and then the, starting point before that, and then the long time ago starting point. So maybe I'll work my way back. So how I started to have this conversation, this dialogue with the divine is I was on the elliptical um, in 2015 and no, 2012, sorry, 2012. And I was listening to this affirmations recording, go girl, you're unstoppable. You can do it. You know, it was kind of like pump you up kind of stuff. And I'm, I can do it. I can do it. And I'm just pulling the levers and and doing my thing. And then all of a sudden the recording stops and it's silent. And then I hear just at that same volume, just there in my ears, no doubt about it. I'm here. Somebody's saying this to me, not me. Love is the fabric of freedom. Forgiveness paves the way to freedom. You will know when you are free, when there's nothing left to forgive because you see through the eyes of love. And I was just, I stopped right there, got off, wrote it down, because there's no way I could invent that. Absolutely no way. It wasn't at all where I was living my life at the time. And um, I received that message, wrote it down, pondered it, shared it with people, said, what do you think this means, you know? And and how do you see with eyes of love? And and okay, forgiveness, that's a little hard. And 
um, and I'll know I'm free and, and all of this stuff. So I pondered it for about three years and I just, but not most of the time I forgot about it, but every once in a while it, it would come into my awareness. And then one day in 20, January 1st, actually 2015, I was in full blown anxiety. I just finished the year and was like looking at my finances and like, how am I going to continue in this pattern? You know, and I was just in this place of turmoil. And I said, stop girl, stop right now. I'm stopping. And I wrote in my journal this year, I will embrace what is and reclaim my joy. Cause there was no joy in this, this anxiety place that I was like living in quite consistently. And as a therapist who helps people with their anxiety, I was feeling quite hypocritical to be so anxious. And, and that desire, you know, to, to reclaim my joy just fueled in me. I started to receive these messages starting like three days later, actually. And they became daily in meditation. And I was just, I was writing them in my journal and reading them and going, wow. Wow. It is wild. Yeah. We talked briefly before the show because we've shared this experience of having these conversations. A lot of people go, oh, that's just woo-woo. Oh, I don't believe in that stuff. Oh, you know, you're crazy. You're talking to yourself. <laughs> well, we are, you know, in a way. Mm-hmm. We're talking to the divine aspect of ourselves. So let's have conversation about how we do this how do we make this connection Mm. how does this happen because because this gift of having this divine guidance is available to all of us every single one of us can do this absolutely now not everyone is going to get journals worth of information some people get one sentence and that's all they need I was working with a client um, who was a little frustrated. She says, you can talk to God. How come I can't? And I said, well, start to listen more. You're, you are racing from the moment you hit the ground, you know, feet hit the ground. Listen. And she, find, she got one sentence, which was something like, the purpose will fill your heart. And that was all she needed. She was trying to figure out her purpose. And that just, that was all she needed for that moment. And so some people have, synchronicity they have um they all these meaningful coincidences that happen to them and things line up to them if they were aware right but you could be in the airport and there might be someone really meaningful right next to you but you're stuck in your smartphone and so you don't realize that you're somebody that i could make this connection with that could be life-changing and so we're, we're just here and so the distraction of where we're at it's really learning to be silent if you have a desire to communicate with the divine, I got news for you. The divine wants to communicate with you and is already communicating with you, but we're just too busy. We're too silent. And um, when I read conversations with God, when that first came out, I read it right when it came out 99 or somewhere around there. And I then threw a kind of a temper tantrum. Why I want this. Why can't I have this? It's not fair. You know, I want to have this conversation. And I did. It was like, it awakened in me that desire. It took a long time to to manifest, but not by divine terms, but my, my life terms. And 
I actually had not a momentary conversation at that moment, which was the reason you do not hear God speaking to you, even though God is speaking to you, because you are unwilling to hear anything that is different than what you think God is, would say to you. And I was just like, whoa. And I'm like, yes, I am. I'm willing. I'm willing. And then there was silence for a long time. <laughs> so, so that's the first thing, too, is, is the willingness to be open. I mean, you know, if, if you have if you're actually able to hear the divine and the divine says. Yeah, you need to leave your job, you know, I've got a better job for you, but. You know, maybe you don't have a job for a while or whatever it is, you know, and, and not everybody gets that kind of communication, but it's, we have to be willing to hear what's being said. And it's, it's, God is always loving. So whatever it's, we're the ones that are judgmental. God's not judging us. So it's not going to be like, you are so messed up that I won't talk to you. That's never going to happen. So we need to be willing to hear, but it's really all loving. I love what you just said. You know, the, the way the divine talks to us, it's going to be nurturing, uplifting, kind, supportive. Mm -hmm. If you're getting a voice that says, you better go out and do this or, you know, say that to them. Or, if it's anything that's harsh or attacking or judgmental, it's not the divine. That's your ego, baby, that's coming through. I mean, this language is not hard to decipher because it has its own gentle character. So, so true. I mean, when I heard that love is the fabric of freedom, I'm like, what? Fabric? Freedom? What? You know, it was clear. There's no way my mind kind of matured overnight and came out with this thing just because I'm going, you go, go girl. To, you know, it is such a different really great point that you mentioned Mel because it's such a different communication such a different message than our mind will ever tell us than our ego will ever say to us and so it's really when, when we hear something loving if we can pay attention to that if we hear something kind if we hear something generous pay attention to that because that is that inner voice that's connected to the divine saying something to you. And that's what we need to listen to. But we get used to listening to the mind going on 24 seven. Oh, you do that again or whatever. Ego. Or I can't believe that, you know. Nonstop, that ego. Yeah, the monkey mind. Oh, absolutely. So I think a, a couple of things that anyone can do to nurture this communication is one, have a meditation practice, just get the mind to quiet down to be open to the possibility that they can actually do this. I think when it, when it first happened, it spoke to me a little bit and I was like, what, what is that all about? And then I realized, I said, Oh, it feels so good. I want more. And then I kept showing up every morning and I wanted more. I was like, Oh, are you going to speak to me today? And I would just mm -hmm. sit quietly. And now it doesn't take much effort at all. For instance, this morning, right after my meditation, beep, 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 it came right through. It said, in love, you may have given your best. And it didn't seem that to someone else. Mm. That's okay. 
It's all about your intention. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And so I get little bits and pieces that just come up. So now I know what it is. I know where it's coming from. I write them down right away because I will never remember them. And, um, you know, hey, I, I don't have some kind of super duper uh, angelic connection that nobody else has. Hmm. I'm just open to receiving. And the same as you. Yes. And, and there's the belief somehow that came in after the first time I heard something that I can hear something. And so, right, because we, we also believe that, oh, that's not me. I, I don't have that. It's, you know, that's for somebody else. Somebody else can do that, but I can't. And so, but that meditation is where it started, except for the, the time on the elliptical. Mm -hmm. um, other than that, the messages came when I was meditating and I was using a mantra and I was just into the own whatever. And then I start hearing and I pulled out my journal, start to, to scroll and scribble it and, and as fast as I could. And um, so that meditation is so important. And, and before I started to get really consistent messages, I was meditating every day for six months. And then all of a sudden it started to come like every time I had just got silence. And so, um, you know, there, there's a, a verse in the Bible that, you know, I don't quote Bible verses much, but I like this because it says, be still and know that I am God. And we can't know the divine with all of busyness and, and all of the, the chatter that's going on. And, and we're always focused on some somewhere else and something else than here and now. And so, you have taken your connection, your ability to have this dialogue even a step further. You're now able to ask questions on behalf of your clients and get divine answers, mm. which I would love, love, I would love to do, but I don't think I'm there. And I mean, that is just such a gift to be able to do that for someone else. Mm bring them divine guidance when they need it. Yes, it really is. And, and that also just kind of came upon me. Um, I was sitting in a session and um, clients said something like, I know I should do some, I should do X, but I feel guilty. I feel like I'm letting down everybody else. And then all of a sudden I was like, turn on your cell phone recording because I got something coming and and it was very different than my experience of of the channeling of the books because this stuff I opened my mouth and it was just coming out and I wasn't hearing it beforehand so talk about the trust that's needed here I'm sitting with a client <laughs> but I knew I just I knew the words again these are not my words as soon as we can know that this is divine speaking the trust is also needed to go to that level um, because there wasn't this delay like translating a language. It was just out it comes, you know, and here's the purpose of guilt and, and here's what you, you know, how it's gotten dysfunctional and here's what you need to do to stop letting guilt run your life. And it was so amazing. And, and I transcribed it. There's actually a blog post on, on my website, noemigrace.com, which is how to stop, guilt from running your life, something like that. And that was just channeled straight when I was working with somebody. And it was so amazing. And 
And it just fills me up to be able to do that. And just to be of service in that way is, is just incredible. You know, I just, something just flashed through my head when you were talking about how the answer for her came through. In the Bible, it says, in the beginning, there was the word. Mm-hmm. The word was the very first thing ever about the universe, the divine, whatever. It, the very first aspect we had was the word. So uh, it just kind of just, it just sort of explains how the divine can show up with mm. the word in our lives. Yeah. And if we just listen to the word. Absolutely. So if you listen to uplifting messages, too. If you feel, if you feel, if we can fill our mind with something much more uplifting um, than the the chatter in the mind, now we're listening closer to divine vibration, divine frequency. We're more likely to start hearing it in the way that we hear it, and we have to honor the way we hear it. Um, I know somebody that gets in the car and is told, "Turn left here, right there." What? No, go. It's almost like a GPS for her. Go, because she's like, I want to buy this perfect gift for somebody. And not a perfect gift, but a gift that she's really going to appreciate. And she gets in the car, turn left, turn right, go down 1.2 miles. I don't have that. I mean, I think that's really cool. I like that. But that's her. That's one of her gifts. You know, that's how she hears the divine. She gets the the that guidance in the moment of say, go call this one. Go, you know, and sometimes we all get that. We get the, we get this kind of sense. We're remembering somebody. We're thinking about somebody, and it's like, oh, I should call them. Eh, maybe I'm busy. Maybe tomorrow. Oh, that sense is there. That's God saying to you, this connection is what you need right now, or maybe what they need right now, or you both need. And so it's following those little nuances, those little those little flashes that come in that we're like, we're, ah, I'm tired. I'll call her tomorrow. I'll do this tomorrow. And then the more we push that off, the more we don't hear. But if we listen to it and we hear and we, we reach out, something divine can happen. Mm, Yummy. The conversation here about self-love was so beautiful, so soothing. Mm. And you have such a generous gift giveaway on your website. So please tell the audience a little bit about what you have for them. Mm. So I have a free ebook. It's called Divine Love is Self-Love because the self-love that's been talked about in this book is about loving yourself with divine love. So it's not the ego's love. I love myself because I feel good today or, you know, I don't love myself because I said that thing I didn't like. So it's the divine love. And so what I've done is taken some really powerful quotes from this book, An Intimate Dialogue with God, and put them in this small free ebook. And so there's bite-sized nuggets of divine goodness that's available and so if you go to my website, noemigrace.com, you will see in the middle of the page, free ebook, and there's a, a picture and it says divine love is self-love. And you just 
click and send your email, put your email in and send you a copy. And it's, um, it gives you a good preview of what's in the book. Um, and the book of course is available on Amazon, but, um, it's, uh, yeah, this, that, that little book, I love to read that little book. I usually read a little passage every day, you know, it's sweet. So this is book one. Mm-hmm. Marin is book two coming out. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I would say your guess is good as mine, but really it's the divine timing, you know, which is something huge. I could do a whole, a whole blog. I mean, a whole blog post on it or a, or an interview on it. It's just the divine timing is, is, is um, not completely known to me, but I have channeled a lot of that information already. And that book too is about the second part of that first quote, love is the fabric of freedom. Forgiveness paves the way to freedom. And it is about forgiveness and it's about forgiveness in a way that that's different. And it's about, not about God forgiving us because God doesn't judge us. So God doesn't have to forgive us. We all learn that God is judging us all the time, but we're the ones judging us all the time. So, um, but it's how it, it helps you to free yourself from lots of negative experiences like guilt and, and shame and even trauma. So that will be coming out. Mm, hard to say, but in the next year, I'd say in the next 18 months. So I can't wait. Me neither. This one. This was so yummy. Thank you. So, Mary, thank you so much for your time today. And keep getting those messages, girl, and creating these mm. books because it is such a beautiful read. Just mm. thank you so much. I, I loved I, every word of it. Oh, thank you. It really changed my life to write that book. So I'm looking forward to the rest of it. Good. Bless you, girl. Yeah, bless you too. Thank you for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Awakening Divine Wildness. Be sure to visit brokenopen-book.com to get a copy of Mal's new best-selling book, Broken Open, Embracing Heartbreak and Betrayal as Gateways to Unconditional Love. And for a limited time, you can get over 40 transformational gifts from Mal's launch partners. Claim all of this goodness at brokenopen-book.com.